Hey guys, can I tell you about my friends at Solid Roofing? These guys are incredible. They are top notch. They have got everything that you're going to need to make your roof look incredible for the holiday season. Give them a call today at 918 809 2234. Wouldn't it be nice to know that your contractor is also a licensed insurance adjuster? Because that's exactly what Solid Roofing has. Give them a call today. 918-809-2234. Solid Roofing. Well, welcome to the midweek podcast for the Northfield podcast. I'm really excited you guys are here with us today. Fall is in the air. It is beautiful. Holidays are just around the corner. And I'm telling you right now, I want to just give a shout out to my friends at Outpost Coffee. These guys are incredible. They have got your beverage ready for you. Whatever it is, lattes, iced coffees, you name it, it's ready. They're open every day, Monday through Saturday from 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. Monday through Friday and Saturdays. They're open at 7 o'clock and then they close at 2. Go check them out. Uh, Their website is outpostcoffeeco.com. Well, guys, like I said, I'm really excited you're here with us today. And, and, and today on the program, what I want to talk about is I just want to just dive into the idea of what it looks like to love Jesus well. And I know you're like, everybody's like, oh, man, that's not really a, an incredible podcast. It's not going to be really worth listening to. But I, I, if you just just stick with me for a minute, stick with me for just a few minutes that, and, and let's press through this together and, and look at what God says in his word to us. I love, love, love the idea of what Jesus has done in our lives is he, he wants us to follow after what he's laid out for us. Ephesians chapter one um, tells us, or I'm sorry, Ephesians chapter five tells us that we are to follow after and imitate Jesus and as beloved children, like that's, that's our calling to him. And this should be the vision of the church. This is what the church needs is men and women who are alive to the idea of, of knowing and loving and following Jesus. We need men and women who are open to the idea that I'm here and God saved me for a purpose. Now, you and I's purpose are going to look different. Like every one of our purposes are going to be different. It's not going to be the same by any stretch of the imagination, they're all going to look different because every one of us look different. I mean, think about that. Even twins have some distinct identifying marks. Like that's the thing about this. God is a unique artist that creates beauty all around us. And the purpose that you have may not be my purpose, but the common denominator for all of us is one thing. And that's in Colossians chapter one. It tells us to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. It should not be a rare thing that Christians are increasing in their knowledge of God. It should be a normal thing. But sadly, I think, and I believe, because I look around at the church culture we live in, that we're seeing less and less Christians longing to increase in the understanding and the knowledge of God. Like, that's the thing that breaks my heart, is I see this stuff, and it blows my mind because... We see this out in the next in this verse in Colossians chapter one. I, I, I obviously am making the assumption that you've 
pulled out your Bible and then read that, but maybe you haven't. But if look at Colossians chapter one, and you read this next verse in Colossians one. It says, "Giving thanks to the Father, who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in light." Like we've been qualified by the Father, so. You have not been qualified because you had the right family name or right family heritage. You've not been qualified because of your social or financial standing. You've not been qualified because you live in the right or wrong zip code. Like that doesn't predicate what God does with you. Your zip code does not predicate what God does in your life. You've been qualified because God did the qualifying. Like God knew who you were before the foundations of the world. God knew who you were. So you have the ability to stand where you need to stand and you have the ability and the right standing you need because of God. Like you have all of that. And I can't help but think of Ephesians chapter two, verses four and five, where it says, but God being rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved us. Even when we were dead in our trespasses, like think about that, that just that first statement that comes out, but God being rich in mercy, like he's qualified you. He's handed you out mercy the way you need to have mercy handed out to you. That's incredible. That's beautiful. That's glorious to me. Like that's, that's the thing that just blows my mind to know that God loves me that much, that he set me apart that much that magnificently even when i'm dead in my trespasses he stepped in and he qualified me (laughs) he qualified me and not only that but you go back into colossians chapter um, one and look at verse 13 it says he has delivered us from the dominion of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his beloved son whoa i love that verse he has delivered us from the dominion of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his beloved son in whom we have redemption and the forgiveness of sins. That, my friends, is what it's all about. That is incredible. That is a beautiful, that's a beautiful picture. We've been rescued from the dominion of darkness and transferred into the kingdom of light, the light of the son of God. This particular dominion that we've been rescued from is controlled by a ruler. And that dominion is subject to oppression and slavery. Like, but here's the thing that the enemy wants to keep you and I in this dominion. And so what he does is he does a really, he does a really good job of deceiving so many people and making the dominion look like the kingdom of light, looking like the kingdom of joy, looking like the stuff that you really want. But in reality, it's not. It's a slave pit. It's a slave pit. And then enters Jesus. He transfers us. Isn't that, I love that terminology, transfers us from this pit of slavery into the kingdom of glorious light, into the kingdom of his son, a kingdom that offers freedom, a kingdom that delivers hope, a kingdom that has a king that has redeemed and forgiven us of our treason. Because, like I said, Ephesians chapter 2, we were dead in our trespasses. We were treasonous. We disobeyed and we, we, we committed treason against the king. But that king still loved us enough to come back and say, listen, I know you committed treason. I know you, you really stepped in some deep stuff here. But here's what I've done. I've stepped in and I want to give you what you need. 
That is incredible. That's amazing. That's what we need to be focused on and hearing and seeing is we need to know and believe that Jesus has stepped in and he's delivered you and I. He's delivered you and I. And we as the church should be proclaiming this message. We as the church should be sold out to this mission and this message. We as a church should be engaged in our areas of influence and showing this light off like crazy. Remember, we all might have different purposes and we all have different passions and different things that God places in our lives, but we all have one common denominator to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him and bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Because when you start doing that, when you start pursuing those things, and I'm telling you what, you cannot be taken out. You cannot be disengaged because you're your pursuit and your love and your knowledge and your desire to want to know Jesus, like that is what it all comes down to. That's what, it, that's what it's about. And so many of us are engaged in things that are not really, that don't really matter. That don't really matter at all. And that shouldn't be, that shouldn't be the case. That shouldn't be what we're, what we're, what we're striving for. Like what we should be striving for is this, to know Jesus and to know him well. So this is just, I mean, Literally not a huge podcast, but this is just something maybe as you maybe start your morning, listen to this and just know that you've been given a mandate by God to live this thing out in a way that is monumental and beautiful and glorious. Like you've been given that common denominator to go and to live this thing out and and to, to walk in a manner worthy of pleasing God. Today, I'm my challenge for myself this week is I want to walk in a manner that pleases Jesus because ultimately that's all that matters. I want to please him. And man, I'm going to tell you firsthand, I'm really bad at pleasing him because I, I fail. I fail so often, but that's part of what grace is. Grace steps in and is extended. When, when God's grace is present, when God's grace is present, when God's grace permeates our lives, there's going to be peace there. And so where grace is sin, or let me, let me reverse that, where sin abounds, grace is even more. There's more grace. So God's grace is there. And I don't want to presume on that, but I, I want to like lay it out in front of you guys that, that God's grace is sufficient. And so as I walk this out, I don't want to walk it in my own strength. I want to walk this thing out in the strength of Jesus Christ, who has transferred me from the dominion of darkness into into the kingdom of his beloved son in whom I have redemption and forgiveness of sins. That's a good message. I love you guys. Thanks for listening and have a beautiful, beautiful day. This program has been brought to you by DSR, a technology company that has been investing in Bartles of a families for over 35 years. DSR, we deliver technology.